Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Swirl Speed, everybody. On this episode, we do a little catching up and we taste and talk through two fantastic California sparkling wines. If you like to skip our catch up, it ends about the 1813 timestamp. And um, yeah, let us know what California sparkling wines you like. Cheers. I feel like I have been on roller skates <laughs> going downhill. How are you doing? And I'm all right. Not too bad. I, yeah, I've been wanting to um, ask you how the tours have been. Girl, I am very blessed. We have been booked every weekend. People are ready to be out. I love it. Girl, yes. But yes, we, we I'm super blessed. Um, they are booked. Mm. And, um, you know, we are strictly, we are still practicing COVID procedures. Sure. And what people don't realize in Maryland, Virginia is operating differently. Mm-hmm. Maryland, there's still a limit to how many people can be at a table. Okay. Yeah. So it's six people. So we will do the maximum of eight people on a tour. Okay. Because I don't think what people realize is, you know, the van is a nice size van, but it's still a van. Yeah. And you may or may not have been tested or what have you. We still require you to wear a mask. And we have an air filter in there mm-hmm. to filter the air. But it's still close, right? Yeah. And if you're sitting, you know, we have the drop-in tours. So you're sitting next to someone you don't know. Mm-hmm. Right, that's still close. Yeah, it is close. Yeah, it is it's still close. So we're limiting the tours to eight people. Okay. Um, but like you said, people want to get out. Yeah. People have you know reached out and said, "I got a group of fifteen. I got a group of 20. Oof. Slow down, like, y'all. Slow down. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and we just we can't we can't accommodate that. Now I know that there are limo companies that are still taking people on buses Mm. but it depends on which winery you roll up on Mm -hmm. some vineyards strictly say even with like our eight where we'll say we'll put four people at one table Mm -hmm. some vineyards are like no Mm. six and that's it we're not breaking up groups Mm. other vineyards will say okay you can bring your bus but we're putting you all at six tables. Yeah. So, you know, and so, you know, technically they're following the rules. They're mm-hmm. not. But again, the numbers aren't going down in Maryland. Yeah. Um, even though people are getting vaccinated. So we're just, we're just airing. But we have, we have been booked. And so I've been telling people, if you want, if you wake up today and decide you want to do a one, uh, you need to book it today. Yeah. Don't wait around. Don't wait till your till your friends get their money right. <laughs> leave, leave them. Leave them at home. <laughs> the thing that amazes me about this whole COVID thing is 
the numbers that we have now are comparable to when we shut down back in March. Right. Here, where nothing was happening. And now people, I don't know if you noticed, guys, that the traffic is just ridiculous. Like, there's bumping Insane. Our traffic. Yep. Yep. And they act like it's the, you know, this thing is really over and it doesn't exist. But people are still being affected by it and not surviving it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you guys been vaccinated? Yep. Um, I, I get my second one tomorrow. Well, which which version? Uh, Pfizer. Pfizer. Okay, cool. Yeah. How did you feel after yours, Glennis? Um, actually, <laughs> what was crazy? Um, so I got up that morning because I got mine done in New Jersey. Okay. And um, so I got up that morning from Maryland about one thirty a.m. That Friday morning. I was on the road by 2.30 a.m. Got the shot by 8.09 a.m. And um, went to dinner mm-hmm. um, at my next door neighbor who has already been vaccinated. And we just stayed up over her house just cutting up. So I was literally up 24 hours. Mm. And so I couldn't tell whether the fatigue oh. was for being up 24 hours or whether yeah. it was from the shot. Okay. Um, but the only other thing was my arm. That that's no joke about that arm piece. Yeah. My arm was like, okay, pick it up and pull it over to the side when I rolled over in the bed. It, yeah. yeah it, was, it was just sore. But other than that, I didn't have any other symptoms or any other issues. So mm. I did. Yeah. You did? How'd it feel? I thought I was gonna die. <gasps> oh I, so the on my second shot that day. I had this horrible headache and I, and oh, it was no. warm outside. So I thought it was hay fever. And then I realized I was like, no, this is, this is the shot. Like this is, a mm. so I just went to bed because I don't like taking something. And so then the yeah. morning, I woke up with a low grade fever and chills. Oh my goodness. And Ooh. I was like, the devil is a liar. I don't have time <laughs> for this today. So I took some Aleve. And and within forty five minutes, I felt normal. Okay, but I definitely had I had the symptoms. So if you know, if you, wow, a leave worked like just. Did like you that. get Pfizer or Moderna? Pfizer. Mm. Well, you know, it was interesting because um, my allergist told me, and I don't know, this was probably why I didn't have any severe symptoms. But he told my mother and I take. Um, before your shots, take um, two Pepsi ACs and um, a Zizel, mm. which is a, a strong antihistamine. Mm-hmm. And oh. it just worked beautifully. I literally, mm. I did it like at seven o'clock before both shots, because both shots are like at eight. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't have any symptoms and I didn't take the painkiller because I was like, ah, this is just some bull. Yeah, you really, <laughs> I took that painkiller Saturday night and I was like, or Sunday morning, early Sunday morning, just to stop my arm from hurting. Mm-hmm. But the, yeah, the antihistamine and the Pepsi, which is phenamide is what, it, what is the active ingredient in um, Pepsi AC. And it's like part of the cocktail that they gave the orange man. So, oh. I mean, yeah, it's an ACE2 inhibitor. So it inhibits 
your body from overreacting to foreign um, hmm. okay. entities that your body's starting to think it's recognizing as um, something that it should get rid of. And that's why it's called an antihistamine because the histamines is what builds up in the system that causes the sneezing in the um, okay. mm-hmm. eyes and things like that. Hmm. So I keep Pepsi. They see that if I'm going to be around a crowd, even with my mask, if I think I'll be around a crowd, I'll take a Pepsi. They see just because. Mm, okay. Mm, that's a so, good. Wow. But you know, when, you know, when I started breaking out in hives back, you know, mm-hmm. when I told y'all mm-hmm. back then, my um, primary care physician had told me um, besides, you know, either the Zyrtex or the Claritin or Benadryl, she said, I want with whichever one of those that you take, take a Pepsi AC. I said, I didn't okay. tell you I had an upset stomach. And that's when she explained to mm. me what it did. I was like, oh, that makes sense. So okay. when this thing first broke out, you couldn't find Pepsi AC on the show. You couldn't find it on the show is because doctor offices mm. were starting to get it and things of that nature. So I mm. keep some in the house, you know. That is interesting. Very. Well, I want to I give a shout out to First Baptist of Glen Arden. Mm. Because that's where I went to get my um, both shots. Mm-hmm. And that was like military precision. My mom got hers there. She said the same thing. Yep. It was, I was just so impressed. There was no waiting around. They moved you from station to station very quickly. Check to make sure you had an appointment. They wouldn't let you like in the building without, I was very with. Hmm. Same thing with Jersey. Hmm. It was military precision too. But, and what was interesting, it was at Met, at the Meadowlands, and hmm. yeah, they had so. But under the supervision of um, the doctors and nurses, came out of the Hackensack Medical System. Okay. So they had Hackensack um, Hospital doctors and nurses on staff, and um, they had the Army National Guard. That was, you know, doing the crowd control and doing the first, the first three checks of whether it was your time for the appointment, and ID checks into what station, the initial station. Then, the Meadowlands hired staff started, you know, with the other piece of the process before you got to the doctors and nurses. So, mm. it was just like boom, 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 literally. In line, mm-hmm. out of line, shot all within 30, no, nor less than 30 minutes. And you have to wait 15 minutes mm-hmm. right, before they let you go. So, yeah, you know, I wish my experience was like that. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but I mean, I got mine from CVS. It's not too far from here. Mm-hmm. And um, I was going to go right before my appointment because they're very app set savvy. They send you a text when you're supposed to go. They tell you when to enter the store. But when you enter the store, you have to wait in a line. So, um, and I didn't realize that Alan told me, he was like, no, you need to leave like an hour earlier because I, Lord knows how long it's going to take you to get through all of that. So I was like, okay, yeah, you're right. So I was in line for probably 30 minutes and then they called us back and it was fine. I mean, it was pretty smooth, but it was nothing like you guys experienced. Yeah. 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 I was in um, Baltimore one Saturday Mm -hmm. and I was driving by the convention center and people were in line. I was like, what's going on in the center? And the people were in line two blocks deep. Well, hmm. When I pulled wow, into man. Baltimore, crazy. there was traffic on Russell Street. You know how you come in by the 
p.m. And I was like, this is a Saturday. Why is there traffic? And it was traffic to get into Raven Stadium where they were doing. Mm -hmm. And then when I drove past the convention center, which is probably another place where they um, are offering the vaccine, the line was like two and a half blocks long. You know, it's um, interesting because this um, weekend, well, yesterday, I drove down to Virginia because a good, more, we call it, she was an older woman, like my cousin, drove mm -hmm. down to pay our last respects because the funeral was this Thursday and we knew, my, my other cousins knew we, would, we wouldn't be able to go. Right. And um, come to find out, she had had COVID um, last month. Well, two months ago and literally recovered, but she had to, re because of being vented, had to, you know, be, um, learn how to rewalk mm -hmm. everything, you know, almost to the point where you're coming out of a coma, you know, and you have to learn all your uh, motors, you know, occupational therapy skills, let right, me say that, right. getting dressed and all that. But um, because of, you know, the strain on the soft tissue organs that COVID causes, she, you know, was on blood pressure medicines and actually um, took her blood pressure medicine. And once you, once you take blood pressure medicines, you shouldn't lay down right away. You know, mm -hmm. you should, you know, sit up. And um, she laid down and her blood pressure dropped too low and her heart couldn't get the blood to where it needed oh, to be. So wow. she went oh. cardiac arrest. So yeah. So, yeah, we did a round robin yesterday. He left here about seven o'clock in the morning, went, picked up all my, you know, about three of my cousins because it was four of us in my car, but everybody's vaccinated and just went and saw the family and came back. So I just tell her, you know, if we don't do anything else with this podcast right now, you know, you have to tell people that this thing is real. And yes, you can get it regardless of color, creed, whatever, exactly. you know, and I'm so sick of the bullshit on the news. We are more susceptible because it is everybody is susceptible. Mm -hmm. Stop making one group of people more susceptible than any other thing first. And then second, you know, I tell I told my other cousin because we called her while we were going down and she was like, you know, well, I'm still a little nervous. So I said to her. I said, so your husband got vaccinated and you haven't. Okay. I said, do you take Advil? She's like, yeah, girl, if I can have it, I take Advil. I said, you had a beer the other night? Yeah, girl. I said, well, you don't know what's in that shit neither. Go get the damn shot and stop, mm -hmm. and right, stop tripping. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tanisha, how is it in, uh, how is it in Paris? Uh, y'all, have y'all been vaccinated? Oh, girl, nobody vaccinated here. Um, it is no. still for just the elderly. Uh, right now mm. it's 55 and older um that are only eligible to get vaccinated or unless you have like a serious pre-existing condition or you know something like that mm. so those are the people who are getting vaccinated now um oh, it was no, going go very ahead. very slow at first it has now started to uh pick up a little bit as yeah. far as them doing it a little bit faster um uh, there isn't an actual plan or they don't really have set dates like maybe it'll be open for other people mid-may um and it'll be open like 30 and up I guess I don't know what the next round of people is mm. but people are up in arms today because the EU announced that they were letting American tourists come over this summer oh gosh so that was the big yeah. announcement with I mean like today. with what restrictions do they have to um, be vaccinated and tested yeah, they have to, they have to show their vaccination cards mm. or you know whatever 
it's still that still doesn't it. that's still fucked up because we can still get it and pass it to y'all and y'all are not vaccinated right. and that's what we're saying here mm-hmm. we're also like you worried about opening up for tourism but we still have a seven o'clock curfew like work on that nah. like bars and restaurants are still closed the oh, museums wow. and cultural centers and gyms and theaters are still closed so why is y'all worried about tourism wow i mean i well, get it y'all the need money. The money yeah i get it, but like money for what like figure out what they're gonna come here to do people mm-hmm. not gonna fly over here in the eiffel tower closed and there's nowhere to eat especially if y'all like um if y'all rules are loose and they don't have to wear a mask they gonna go there oh, no, and say you do you have oh, to no, wear a mask you gotta wear a mask here no they okay. serious about the mask though you okay. gotta wear a mask here no, because they will walk up to you and be like, excuse me, pull your mask up. Excuse me, where's your mask? Excuse me, where? Tighten up, sir. It's like, oh, okay. But yeah, so that's our vaccine situation. I mean, I don't have a vaccine. I haven't been vaccinated. Um, mm. We'll see what happens when they open it up. I mean, I still yeah. want to be first in line just because I don't feel like dealing with the hassle of it all. Like, I know it's not going to be organized. Mm. And I'm not waiting yeah. in line five hours to get a vaccine. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That, there, yeah. There's just that. If you can't get me in and out in 30 minutes or less, like um, I'm away. Yeah. So. Well, that's I mean, it's such a shame too when you hear on the news that a certain percentage of the vaccine is being wasted because people aren't showing up. Yeah. Making more appointments, and then there's places in the world that need it. That need it, like they, they yeah. just, which is crazy. Yeah. And they also had a problem here where they were noticing that people weren't going back for their second shot. Same mm-hmm. same issue here. Yeah. yeah. Like people make the first appointment and then for the second, they're like, nah, I ain't even going to go do it. Mm. And so that's been like a whole thing. Mm. I'm like, all right, well. Yeah. I don't know how it is in other states, but they, they are, they're trying to give it out now to everybody. Everybody's eligible now. Yeah. They have a list um, so that if that you can sign up for or some people just go and wait outside some of the vaccination centers because if they don't use them that, you know, people don't show up for their appointment, they have leftover ones and they can, you know, possibly get one. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like, yeah, Yeah. I want the vaccine, but I'm not just randomly going to stand outside. I mean, it's not like it's, I don't know, championship bulls tickets. Like, I'm not waiting. (laughs) Like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> no. Today, our featured topic is California sparkling wine. We chose two from the samples that we received from two different producers, Sea Smoke and Decoy. Established in 1985, Decoy is recognized for producing attractively priced wines from exceptional vineyard sources. Decoy's winemaking program is guided by acclaimed winemaker Dana Epperson, who is an expert at working with multiple grape varieties across multiple regions. The Decoy lineup includes a red blend, Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Zinfandel, Pinot Noir, Chardonnay, and Sauvignon Blanc, as well as a rosé and a Brut Cuvée. For years, vendors have coveted a stretch of land in the western end of Santa Barbara's Santa Rita Hills AVA, known to have the perfect microclimate, soils, and exposure to grow world-class Pinot Noir. In 1999, fulfilling a long-held dream of owner Bob Davids, this sought-after stretch of land became Sea Smoke Vineyard. 
At Sea Smoke, their objective is to produce the best Pinot Noir possible from their unique vineyard site. The heat generated during the day is moderated each evening by marine fog layer, aka sea smoke, which travels up the Santa Ynez River Canyon, cooling the vines and resulting in a longer ripening period. This extended hang time allows the grape tannins to fully ripen prior to harvest, creating wines that are rich and supple. No, Denisha, um, are you able to get, um, somebody has asked you this before, so please forgive me, but <laughs> able to get, uh, American wine there? Like stuff, stuff y'all send or me, me just go find American wine at the store? Yeah, just for, yeah, I don't, I question you can't find like specifically what we're always tasting, but no, just American wine in general. Um, it exists. I have to go to specific places and search and it's not okay. the stuff I want to drink mm. or pay for. Like I'm not doing all that work. Like I'm not passing 17 other shops with perfectly fine wine Yeah, to get a bottle of Kendall Jackson. Oof. Mm. Not that one. Um, <laughs> well, Francis Ford Coppola, I'll see that, um, a lot at the store or, um, Hampton water. They have that now since it's oh, okay. So there are a long list of um, California producers that produce great bubbles. Um, some of them are great and some of them are not so great. And it's crazy how some of the cheaper ones have the word California champagne on their exactly. bottles. So <laughs> the reason they do that and why they can legally do that, it's a couple reasons. One, they put the word California in front of it, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Two, California is actually one of the only places that probably has enough money to go up against Champagne legally to argue with them and fight back. But there's also um, another reason they're like, well, this is America and we don't have to follow those French rules that y'all have for champagne or european rules so we don't have to do that mm-hmm. but then it's also said that they were grandfathered in to some right yep. rule that they're able to say oh well if we put california in it it's fine because yeah. it is champagne made in the california way so it's not confused with champagne champagne yeah and what you just mentioned i read that that goes all the way back to world war ii mm-hmm. yeah. i thought it was limited to very specific brands that could do that like hmm. right. if, I, if I had opened um if I had a vineyard what have you I could do it I thought based on whatever suit that had happened that there were only certain brands and within their brands that could do it. And specifically Andre Corbell and Cooks mm-hmm. mm. you talk about a headache in the morning but yes lord those are mimosa champagnes. Ooh, it's... Those are the ones you mimosa. When people be like, oh, let's mimosa this um, tattoo shit. I'm like, you sound mm-hmm. ridiculous. I will Crazy. still get a headache. I will still, I will get, still a get a headache. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree, Sarita. I still mm-hmm. get a headache. Ooh. Ooh. Some Andre and mix it up with some um, premium juice. Wow. You're trying, mm. trying to kill us. There you go. <laughs> Liver that, before... Like, that is a note to people. Please do not use your best bubbles to make mimosa. Please. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Not the best, but not the worst like that. I don't right. know. Somewhere in the middle. <laughs> right. Right. 
<laughs> right, somewhere <laughs> in the middle, please. So, Tanisha, <laughs> what, Tanisha, what is the biggest difference between California bubbles and French bubbles? Like they can still be made in the uh, same method as champagne. And Mm -hmm. if they're made in the same method, then they have to use the same grapes. But those grapes will essentially taste a little bit different. Yeah. um, Just because of how they're grown. Because Pinot Noir from California tastes completely different than Pinot Noir from Burgundy. Some of that you Mm -hmm. can't taste as much since it has to go through the second fermentation. But yeah, the process Mm -hmm. and the grapes are the same. So the, the one thing, not talking about the differences between California and, and France, but I was having this conversation the other day about the different styles of sparkling mm-hmm. and, um, you know, extra dry, dry, mm-hmm. brute, extra brute. And so, I mean, um, yeah, extra dry. And um, and I was saying, really extra dry is um, is off dry basically. Mm-hmm. And someone mm-hmm. tried to correct me, or they <laughs> and they said, "Oh, you can't refer to it as off dry." I was like, "Well, it is. It is. You know, it's not. It really isn't dry. It's you know, it's sweet." And so the correction, this is where the correction came in, is that when you use the term of off dry, it's referring to a still wine and you shouldn't use that same terminology for a sparkling. Oh, wow. And so my question to you guys, have you heard that before that you can, the terminology is not interchangeable? Mm-mm, it's new to me. That doesn't even make any sense. What do you mean the terminology isn't interchangeable? <laughs> like it is literally a word. You can use it however you want. Like it's a word. Right. And you use it's the right. words that people understand. So to say, oh, these words are interchangeable. What? No, it's and not it's- like you're saying it's not like you calling it something else and saying, like, oh, this is off dry, but then now you make up some new, you know, name. No. Hmm. And I wonder to to that person who said that to you, who, 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 who told you to define it in a way that it can't be used? I mean, where did you get that information from? So what I was told is that you should refer to the dosage and not using, because you don't use, you don't use um, dosage terminology for still wine. Still wines. Oh. Hmm. That's so I had I I'm not you know I don't okay. claim to be a sparkling expert, but that was the first time I had ever heard something like that. After the conversation pretty much ended, we both agreed that off dry is semi sweet. So it's just hmm. <laughs> like well we got we got to the same conclusion. It's just how you refer to it was the issue. And- and it's just how this person wanted to seem like they knew something more than you did or try to correct you or make you um, feel as though, oh, wait, I didn't really know this. Did so this person work I- at a winery? No, no, but they are in the industry. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. 
Mm-hmm. It's typical. It's always somebody that's like, <laughs> uh-uh, one, uh-uh. no, actually, 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 um, you should use this other term. Who's to tell you what words you can and can't use? You use the words that people understand. This is the problem with why, and I'm doing the air quotes, professionals, and why a lot of people don't like talking to them and don't like, um, and don't understand why and just let forget it. I'm not even gonna mess with it. Because people are using, oh, you can only use this one specific word. No, you use the words that you understand. You use the words that make sense to you. What if I don't want to use dosage at all? And I want to give it a whole different term myself. Like, okay, this is cotton candy. This is ripe melon. And this is, you know, this is now and later sweet. And this, I can do that. Because exactly. that, if that's what people understand, then that's what people understand. You use the words that help people. Yeah. This is... All of this is set up so people can buy champagne, so they know what they're buying, whether it's champagne, sparkling wine, whatever. That's what these terms and things are for. So let them use the terms and you use the terms to teach them, to talk to them, whatever that makes sense to them. Exactly. Because how many people have actually tasted cat pee? I can't stand that descriptor. I'm not using that descriptor. Or even the new one, gooseberry. I'm like, I don't know right. gooseberry either. So good luck. I don't, <laughs> right. I don't. They're like, no, no. But now we change it to gooseberry. I'm like, okay. So gooseberries taste like cat pee. I don't know what either. Yeah. Ooh, exactly. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Perfect. I don't even know what cat pee smells like. So me like, either, because I, like, I don't have. I'm like, I'm not familiar with that. Right. <laughs> I've never had a cat. I'm... Exactly. Oh gosh. So there's that. Well. Um, and, it, and it just all boils down to like um tanisha said it all boils down to what it's whatever you're able to recall what have you experienced to be able to say oh this is what this reminds me of mm-hmm. when you're doing a tasting profile mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. you know it, it because like you said oh my green beans don't taste like what you find in some of these mm. my green beans is smoke so you ain't gonna find that in no um Sauvignon Blanc. No, you're not. <laughs> so it's how you recall. Oh, girl, everybody know this green beans and Sauvignon Blanc are from a can. So right. you already know, you already don't know what that smell like in your house. Exactly. <laughs> and this is why this is when um Shakira made a good point when she was on the show. She was just like, this is why people from um, all walks of life, from all neighborhoods, from all colors, should be able to express themselves through wine because their their palates are going to be different. Their noses are going right. to be different. Their references to certain things is going to be totally different. And that's how you exactly. are. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Agree 100%. Yeah. Some of the wine terms they use, I'm like, what? I don't know what that is. I don't mm-hmm. know where that is. I've told y'all this story before, but you know, I mean, we're on a podcast. I'll say it again. When I took my first uh, WSET class, the guy was, you know, asking everybody, oh, what flavors do you get? And people yelling all this stuff out. I was new. So I was like, well, I'm thinking in my head, like, I smell grapes, but all right, y'all go mm. on, go for it. And he's like, you know what I really get from this? And he did this big production with swirling and smell. He said, this smells like that, that, that underbrush on the floor of the Brazilian rainforest. What? Like, and like what? who's been there? <laughs> my dude, What? The flo- the floor of the underbrush on the floor of the Brazilian rainforest. I'm looking around like, how many people in here have been to Brazil? One. And how many people have been into the Amazon and been to the floor 
of right. the brush and you're lifting up all the decayed <clears throat> matter on top and you're not and you're smelling it and you're straight. remembering it like mm, on, sir mm, you crazy. gotta get some other hobbies but what how, how uh, let me tell you what once i know he said that, <laughs> once he said that i was like oh it's fair game y'all just smelling anything okay mm. great mm-hmm. i smell what i smell uh, that's it i smell what i smell but that goes to the point of people have different references like i've heard people say oh this smells like my grandma's basement i don't know your grandma mm-hmm. never been to her basement yeah right right mm-hmm. now if something smells like a basement there is a basement smell right that i think we all right. are familiar with okay yeah. fine like i've said locker room smell locker rooms that is a frame of reference that multiple people can use mm-hmm. but listen the underbrush on the floor to present rainforest child that was mm-mm. I remember when I was working, when I was working at a winery, I was in the back and uh, me and this girl, she was studying her for her psalm exam. And we were both opening this white wine and we were swirling the wine or whatever. And um, I, I smelled it and, and she was, she was not black. So, so I smelled it and I was like, I, you know, this smell like, I was like, ah, never mind, never mind, never mind. <laughs> Then I was like, no, really? No, you know, this smell like, I was like, you ever open a pack of Skittles? That's what this smells like. And she was just like, you know, I get fruity petal pebbles, but we on the same page. We get oh, you on the same page. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I mean that that there, that was a and we were friends ever since then. So that was a moment. So yeah. You smell what you smell. Your exactly. references are always gonna be different. Yeah. Cause it's based on what you're exposed to, like right. the food you eat. Right. Um, yeah. Like if all you eat, nah, no shade, because I eat a bunch of processed food. I mean, not no more, <laughs> but I have in my life. Like if you eat a lot of processed food, like, okay, you probably gonna miss all these fruit smells. Yeah. Like that's not gonna yes. come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of these more exotic fruit smells are gonna be hard for you. Yeah. Like, exactly. Um, and to that same I, point, it's yeah. like if you lived in a concrete jungle all your life, you ain't gonna know all these flowers. Mm. That's why flowers were hard for me because I'm from a concrete jungle. See? Same. And it's no slight. It's just yeah. what you've grown up right. a- yeah. accustomed right. to. I'm like, I got you on a rose. Like I, know I got you on a cut grass. Like. I know what that right. smells like. Right. 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 <laughs> I got I got the cut grass, and you know how I feel about those. So there's that. But I'm like, I got you on rose and violet. Some of the other smells <laughs> I picked up is because of the lotions from Bath and Body Works. So I've been able to work there that you out. Go. Oh, that is legit why I noticed why I can get honeysuckle and jasmine. They used to have a pear lotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did. Yeah, it. they did. Mm-hmm. And I can recognize that smell anytime now. Like that's I a love pear. their honeysuckle lotion. That stuff smells mm-hmm. so good. I remember that but one. They only bring that back when they're like, oh, we're bringing back some of our discontinued. I'm like, but you continue to sell out of this when you bring it back. So why don't yeah. you just leave it? Oh, uh, it was right. called the right. That was it. Yep. Pearberry is one that they bring back when they do the um yeah. bringing the discontinuous thing up. Yeah. Mm. They stay discontinuous stuff that was like the best. Yeah. But anyway. Anisha, so oh. did, um so so when he said, I'm just curious, what was the rest of the class's reaction? You know, where some people say, Yeah, yeah. The- you know, it's always one or two that's gonna agree and be like, uh-huh, mm. uh-huh. And I'm like, y'all haven't even left the zip code. Stop playing. <laughs> Oh and I'm looking God. around and I think I said, I was like, I've never, who's been to Brazil? Mm. Y'all been to Brazil? The forest? Okay. <laughs> right. Congratulations. Mm. Job well done. 
<laughs> one thing I do want to go back. I know we got a little off the uh, champagne part, but going back to champagne, you were talking about the dryness levels and stuff like that and what they are. Most of the time, what you see is like brute and then dry and then maybe demisec. Brute is actually drier than dry. I don't think people know that. And people be like, people grab a brute and don't like it. But brute has less, significantly less sugar than dry. So if you want something that is actually a little bit sweeter, you would be better off getting a dry instead of a brute. And anytime you see uh, nature or nature, that's yes. bone dry. Yes. Bone dry. And I love them. Love oh it. Me mm-hmm. Love me it. Too. But they're harder to find. They are. You really have to look for those. But yeah. I I had one for my um, birthday. And I was like, you know, and I had a couple friends by a little clandestine situation. Anyway, um, and I was pouring it. And then, I, you know, one of my friends, I was like, I know you i was like listen i will pour you something else you're not wasting my good nature mm. champagne mm-hmm. no no it's fine it's fine so i poured her mm. she's like give me some more i said that's all you get <laughs> <laughs> because like you just know certain people like not about to drink and i'm like I, you're not gonna throw this out in my face and i know i love it and yeah. I can't watch you pour this out when I could be drinking it. Yeah. Not being selfish. Like, I just know you're not going. So, yeah. you know, the rest of us talking, blah, blah, blah. I look at her glass still got the uh, champagne. I said, is there a problem? She's like, no, no. <laughs> and I was like, give me your. <laughs> and I was like, you don't like it, do you? She's like, no. I was like, so she's like, you did. You told me. You told me, girl. You told me. She laughing. Mm. I'm like, since it was only like a couple drops that I put in there, I wasn't mad. But had I given her like half a glass or filled it? Mm. Wait, you know I got a question for you. Weren't you with some friends? I hate to put your uh, your friend out there. Weren't you with some friends that didn't like Chardonnay? It didn't like Probably. Chablis or something? Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that whole sentence in the past sense because these people aren't my friends anymore. I don't need that well, kind of negativity in my life. Who the hell? Oh, I love Chablis. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do too. Oh. Mm, 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 mm. So what? Is, what sometimes people is jump on like a bandwagon and feel like that's a cool thing to say. I don't like Chardonnay. I'm like, are people still saying that now? Like, that's not a. I, when they say it generally like that, that I don't think they realize they're talking about the grape and not the style of production that particular grape is made in. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- and then that comes with some education you know for me I like Chablis and stainless steel fermented um, Chardonnay varietals because I'm a little I, the over oaked and over butter buttery taste of some Chardonnays just don't sit well with me I mean I could go get a box of popcorn and put all that baked <laughs> oil on um but again, that comes with education and comes with trying the different and learning the difference between Chablis style Chardonnays and um, the California style Chardonnays, for instance, unless they are making it, you know, stainless steel fermented versus, you know, fermentation in oak. So that's what I see. Sorry. Yeah. What no, I, I agree with you. I agree. Yes. So what is yeah. that? What are you? What is everybody drinking? Or did Sarita do that before? I got uh-uh. No, no. I was waiting on you. 
Who's that okay. drinking? Well, I decided to go ahead and um, open that sea smoke we received from Ooh, the. Me too. Are you opening sea smoke? I didn't open that one. Yes. I'm curious. Oh, tell me more about the wines y'all have that I don't have. What's oh, this one I'm like? Sorry. Yeah. It's show, it's show the bottle, Leslie. Are you having yes. with you? I have it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Look at that. Oh, well, isn't that lovely? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Tanisha. Guys, they can't ship our samples to Tanisha in, in France. So right. we got to take one for the team for her. Yep. It's a 2015. 100% mm. um, Pinot Noir. Oh, from the Santa uh, Rita Hills Appalachian. Mm. It's very, 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 very good. They did no dosage on this. Okay. My. Yes. Can I see your glass, Leslie? Yeah, because I was gonna, I was about to say, look how deep it is in color. Wow. You know what? Huh. You because you got a yellow background, you really can't. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me, I, let me yeah, get some white. I'm gonna show you. But it, yeah. it really is. It's beautiful. It's so, Grandpa mm-hmm. say, hold it up in front of your t-shirt. Ain't your t-shirt oh, like? yeah, she got on a white shirt. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, forgot about that. Thank you, Tanisha. Put it on your chest, Leslie. <laughs> it can hold it. <laughs> oh, that's really pretty. Isn't it's that pretty? It's, it, it's, it's, it's beautiful. And um, like we were saying earlier, it's made in the Method Champenois style. Um, barrel age in 12 months. <laughs> this is just a phenomenal and exclusively oak neutral barrels too. French oak, excuse me. Hmm. Delicious. It's, it's got a nice tartness to it. It does. It's After being in bottle for, you know, I mean, you know, harvested in 2015. That, right. I mean, that is, that's some good time. For a sparkling, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's holding its own for sure. It, it definitely is. I'm, I'm laughing because um, some of the wine notes say it tastes like lily. I'm and we just told you because I yeah, never tasted lily. lily. <laughs> because <laughs> and you know it goes to experience. Sabrina laughing like I'm laughing because you know when we when I think of lily, I think of peace lily, and it's back to the funerals. So I'm not going around sniffing them. They're yeah. sitting at the bottom of these caskets. No, I'm not smoking. <laughs> definitely don't know what a lily smells like. For sure. <laughs> Right. It's, it's a different recall for us. I mean, so we just proving yeah. our own point. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I am drinking decoy. Oh yeah. So oh, you the- oh. about the decoy. Yeah. How was? How is that? Cuvee. It is so good. It's really good. Is so it really? It Look how is- she's holding the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> like it's her firstborn. <laughs> Born exactly. She is caressing color. it. <laughs> So it has a really pretty color. It's almost tangerine. You see like this orange notes, or like right. um, pale. Um, yep. So this is a 49% Pinot Noir, 47% Chardonnay, and 4% Pinot Meunier. And oh, yeah. um, it's really nice. Um, baked. Well, these notes have actual foods on them. So oh, nice. um, <laughs> it says baked apple, white peaches, orange zest, um, and hints of honeysuckle and vanilla on the palate. Wow. It's it's a it's a mm. solid wine. It's very good. It's $25 on the website. Um it's well done. Made well, in champagne style. What? Yeah, well done. Decoy and duck corn, they just do what it's yeah, I, I haven't gone wrong with anything that they put out. So I've tasted their reds, but I hadn't tasted a sparkling from decoy or oh, duck okay. corn. So this is very good. Ooh. 
no, I, I've never tasted a sparkle. I don't even know if Duckhorn makes a sparkle. Mm-hmm. I, and I've been, well, when I was at their winery, I didn't see that because I would have gravitated to it very quickly. Yeah. But yeah. I've tasted most of their reds and whites. So I can't wait to get into that. Yeah, I'm glad you gave it a thumbs <laughs> oh, yeah. up. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. I have um, a natural bias for large producing areas, um, vineyards, or what have you. Um, and that it will, you know, it'll just taste, uh, okay, because it's just like mm. massive. But it's good to hear mm. that, decoy, that, that, you know, it is special. It is. You know, I used to think the same thing until I went to Chateau Saint Michel. Yeah, mm-hmm. and beautiful. It's yes. like a castle when you drive up. You know that crap that you get at Fridays from Chateau Saint Michel is not right. what you taste when you actually go to the winery. And that's so I good think they hear. make that. You know, make that mass-produced stuff to make money. You know, right. across the country, but. A lot of times they have a lot better stuff, a lot better wine mm-hmm. at the winery. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good to hear because yeah. it, I could say something totally opposite for this other well-known um, wine brand that we slightly mentioned earlier. And <laughs> <laughs> man, I was so mad going to that damn winery. We wasting our time. But anyway, even their reserves were horrible. Oh but, man. Yeah. So that's very good to hear. Very good mm-hmm. to hear. Because I actually um I like some of um Chateau Saint Michel's um st- uh, wine. So mm-hmm. especially yeah. if it's the only thing on the menu or you go into a random wine yeah. shop or yeah. store rather, not shop, because you're hanging out with friends and like, oh, let's just stop here and grab something. You're just standing there in front of the shelf, like, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And you know, I used to feel some type of way about buying American bubbles for these prices because a lot of times the American bubbles cost just as much as champagne does. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like everybody, oh, yeah. everybody in the industry knows it's expensive to make sparkling wine. Right. It's very expensive. So I get it now. So I don't mind paying it now. So I totally get it. What right, are some yeah. of y'all other um, favorite uh, California wineries that make um, that make sparkling wines? I got a few to choose from if you can't remember any. Um, I would say, uh, what's what's her name? Jay? Jay. Oh, Jay's yeah. great. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, Jay. Yeah, Jay um, is a definite go-to. Um, when we're talking about making mimosas, <laughs> I would definitely go with Chandon. Chandon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been to Chandon. It's nice. It's a beautiful nice. property, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a beautiful property. I would go with Shandon. Um, what other? But it's just one of the interesting, I'm getting ready to say, I would, if I'm just going to the wine store, I'm going to pick up a Cremant because of the value. I'm, I mean, you, you can't, can't argue. You can't argue with that. <laughs> you cannot argue with that. I like um, Gloria Ferrer. Oh, Gloria Ferrer. Oh, yes. 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 Gloria Ferrer is good. And they even have Gloria at Trader Joe's, which surprises me. Yeah, Um, definitely Gloria Ferrer. Yeah, I forgot. And also, I like Schramsberg. Schramsberg, yeah. Yeah, they're good. Now, that I can get behind. Yeah. Sorry, I'm trying my back in because all the other stuff I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Schramsberg, yes, is definitely a a decent one. 
have you noticed more, especially not just the California sparklings, but um, a lot of the California wines are now putting on their label that they're um, biodynamic. Right. Um, that they're utilizing that um, farming method. Really? Okay. You're starting to see that. That can mean so many things, right? Right. And yes, that's a whole nother episode. Yeah. It, it certainly is. We haven't talked about that in a long time either. I have so many things to say. Biodynamic and like organic wines and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's, it's you know, you don't see organic as much, but you do see biodynamic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Tanisha, what about you? You'd like any other um, California producer other than Tromsberg for Bubbles? Um, no, because, you know, I would... Sorry, I, know. I never drank a bunch so, of California. So judgy. <laughs> no, not even judgy. I just never drank it. Like when I first got into wine, I worked with French wine and then did, yeah. you know, some other work with other wines in mm-hmm. Europe, but just never drank a bunch of California wine. Mm. I would drink Virginia or Maryland wine before I grabbed a bottle of wine from California. Got you. Understood. Oh, um, um, Canaris too. Don't mean Canaris. Oh, Canaris is good. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And Iron Horse actually makes good bubbles too. Oh, do they? They do. Mm-hmm. I've had one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see the label. I've just never had it. Like, yeah. Visualize the label. Yeah. Any other thoughts on California bubbles before we finish up with our little game here? Nope. Drink the French ones. Hey, <laughs> oh, you know another one that makes very good? What's that? Mom. Oh, mom. Yeah. I'm hit or miss with mom because mom, sometimes their labels don't describe what the actual bubble is. So I picked up a really sweet bottle and not known it, but yeah, they're consistent though. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry. All right. So well, listeners, you got some good um, ideas there. Yeah, Yeah. you too. Run out and go buy drink California. Drink California wine. <laughs> that didn't even sound authentic coming from you. It didn't? Okay, I'm going to try it again. Drink California wine. Bubbles. Oh, now that's going worse. You're going down the rabbit hole. <laughs> hey, guys, what you drinking? Drink California. Is that better? Stop. No. Stop. No. Right. <laughs> okay. So we're going to play this or that daytime TV. That. Oh, sorry. We hadn't started. Sorry. First one. The Today Show or Good Morning America? Good Morning America. Today Show. Today Show. Today Today Show. Mm -hmm. I'm not watching either. Okay. That's fair. All My Children or One Life to Live? Neither. All My Children. Young and Restless. Ah, yeah. I forgot. And Tanisha told me to pick one from another another network. (laughs) Since both of those were on the same network, I'm like, maybe one from another network. I mean, I still would have picked All My Children because All My Children Network. All My Children, One Life to Live in General Hospital. Yes. Yeah. And you remember Loving? Loving. I'm a a CBS girl, Young and the Restless. No, I was ABC. Gotcha. Okay. The View, The Real, or The Talk? The The Original View. You can't compare. They're yeah, all they they're all talk shows with groups of women. But they're yeah. just. The, I mean, it's different. Like the, the age, view, different. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. The the view will get into get into yeah. your tail. Yeah. But the the um the real it's just the real is just pop circumstance to me. Yeah. They might have a guest, 
Some days they don't stay <laughs> right. they don't have <laughs> Wait, I don't even know since Tamara left, who is even on there? Garcelle. Garcelle. Oh. Oh, I, and, and she had a and She does good. She does she do really, good? I was surprised. She, okay. She she fits in perfectly. Huh, and what's going that. on with the talk since they um fired Sharon? Oh, true. Has it been back on yet? Nobody I mean, knows. She's problematic. I don't know why they just now yeah. coming to that. And she refuses to be called a racist. Quote, oh, unquote. Oh, child. That's what she said. I refuse. <laughs> and don't you start crying. What she said that, I want to jump mm-hmm. through the um, screen. Ye protest too much, girl. When she told that one, don't you dare cry. Man, who you, first of all, who are you talking to? First, exactly. first but, but she would have been wrong if she would have said that, right? You've been angry. That's what I wish the hell she would say something like that to me. <laughs> that would be the best show they had. Mm. And I'm like, this is a brand new Cheryl Underwood. I'm like, you definitely not the one that used to do stand-up. Because the one that used to How do stand-up about it? and hold her purse while she did the whole set. I'm like, uh-uh. She would have smacked Girl, she got money to make. She know how to hold her tongue. <laughs> That's exactly what, right. Because mm. she got to get them weeds, honey. She can't do that on cheap salary. Yeah. Well, that kind of weird, anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe she. Well, I mean, Tyler Perry do it, so she could do it. Oh, oh. Leave Tyler Perry alone. <laughs> he took everybody's comment. He said he's gonna work on that. Okay. No, he not. But okay. <laughs> well, well, only time will tell. We have to see his next couple yeah. movies. Um. Okay. The Price Is Right or Will of Fortune? Oh. Oh, oh. God. They both are good. I'm gonna have to go with Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, big money, big money, Dang. big money, big money. <laughs> exactly. Wheel of Fortune, you could kind of play along a little better. The price is right. It's just like, uh, you guess. I don't yeah. know how much that stuff costs. Right. <laughs> a can of tomato soup, a car, a vacation to the Maldives. I don't know. <laughs> What's the fourth number of the price? I literally have no idea. <laughs> right. These cars. And you have to get the car. This is how much the car costs. So it's figured out. No. Right. Uh, mm. It's like, is this the fifth number or the second number of the price? Oh, uh, I like uh-huh. the like, I don't know. What okay. Uh, Jerry or Maury? Jerry, because I'm from Chicago. I'm going to go with Maury. Jerry's shit was just too ratchet. Mm. That show was just too ratchet. Oh, good God. I mean, they both bad, but. They both bad. I agree. I'm not watching either or. And I know people who've been on both. You oh, are lying really? to me. Wait, you got to tell us Hold the topic, son. Yes. What was the title? Who mom. was the daddy? Who was <laughs> <laughs> My neighbor growing up uh, was on Jerry, because again, Chicago. And then Maury, this was before he was doing the baby daddy ones. Um, okay. A girl I went to university with was on there. But why were they on there? I forget why. I just remember how much talk it was mm. about okay. um, her being on there. Hmm. Okay. My neighbor was on there. You ain't there. trying to tell us I mean, while we're recording. <laughs> oh, wait. Your neighbor was fighting on there. Oh, of course. It was Jerry. Like, you don't go on there if you're not fighting. <laughs> right. That's why. I'm like, uh. how, do you, how do you prep for that? Like, 
I don't know. Do some stretches. I, I literally. You guys sew in your wig extra tight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You tighten up the weave. Well, you know, wigs and weaves wasn't like you know the hottest thing back then. People was get they was like braids. You know, mm. this mm. when Jared was hot. This was a minute ago. Yeah, so, true. People mm. weren't messing with weaves that tough. It was braids if you wanted long hair. Oh, goodness. I'm also I also I, just dated myself, yeah. so that's fine. I mean that yeah. is, that is interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I always felt bad for the women who were on there multiple times and then <laughs> it was like, nope, not the daddy. Did I did it because it's like you know feel bad for the like, what are you doing? Exactly. Like, why, like, you keep coming back. They I'm put like, them the, they put themselves in that position. Right. Exactly, nasty. Can you at least wait in between periods to have another <laughs> shit? Nasty as hell. And then you try, and then you accuse of one dude that he a deadbeat daddy, and he not even a daddy. Daddy. I can't feel bad for that. No, Mm -mm. right. So Mm. let's take a drink on that. I mean, mm -hmm. okay. Yes, indeed. Ah. Next one. This is probably going to be an easy one. Ellen or Oprah? Oprah. Mm. Again, Chicago, but then also Oprah's just better. I mean, Oprah. They do have a different style. They have a different and style. Ellen, I think yeah, Ellen has been known to be problematic. So there's that. Yeah. So it's April, but that's it. It's a different Oprah, issue. Oprah, all day. All right. So I don't even know if you watch, um, y'all watch judge shows. I do. Judge I don't Faith. know the ones you mentioned. I never heard of those. I'm judge like, Faith I know the court. Those are the ones Jordan. that are on now that have somebody black on there. That's why I Yeah, I don't know those. I'm yeah. like, I know divorce court, Joe Brown, Judge Mathis. That's oh, they don't even on, on TV anymore. Yeah, those aren't on anymore. <laughs> I've um, been watching Lauren Lake. Wait, do I know? Who's Lauren Lake? I, see, I don't know. Watch... Who's the daddy? Are you serious? Oh, oh. Lauren Lake. Had she's black. Uh huh. And she's she a lawyer? No, she's a judge. <laughs> then oh. nobody had to pick up that baton. She don't realize that. Nobody oh, had to do that. But let me tell you, but she is actually doing counseling. She brings them in and doing. She does some mental counseling, okay. some marriage counseling. So it and then when she get hot, she be like, "Hold up, look at here, y'all done made me piss me off in here." <laughs> Just stop. Oh, she gets in there. So oh, like, so okay, she's got go. a whole paternity court now. I've got yes. to watch this. Here's a, and girl, she good. <laughs> she good. It's good. Paternity mm. court. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Glennis, were you the one that posted on Facebook? Um, the proud boy that was on um, divorce court, married yep. to the black woman with the baby. Yep. Yes. Yes. What happened? Why would it? Oh, well, divorce court. Duh. But the proud boy, uh, one of the co-founders of the proud boy. Wow. Proud boy. He knew that before he got to that point. So I don't even exactly had a black wife and a baby. He's like, okay, little girl. Um, what what's up with this? You just had a fever for the flavor of a Pringle and a barbecue Pringle and you forgot mm-hmm. everything or you just like that out there amongst the gods. What y'all come home and talk talk about? And what do you say to that child? Yeah. Right. right. What did you say to the wife when you got home and your picture is everywhere? Exactly. How do you explain that? I wouldn't have been there for him to explain it to. So, I mean, there wouldn't have been no conversation. He come home dangling hangers, honey. Listen, hangers just swinging, okay? Because there's nothing on them. I'm out. But see, she, there's one of those pictures. 
she she didn't care. Just one of the pictures yes. he in his hood, and she with him. I was like, mm-hmm. oh no! Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you what, I'd have lit his ass on fire. Wow. Oh my goodness! But you, the thing is, us none of us would have gotten to that point to be with him. Like that's no. like. And then there's that. Right. <laughs> like we would have never made it that far. We'd be like, wait a minute, this wait this, minute. Uh, this yeah. ain't right. Mm-hmm. Something's not right. Because do you? T- oh, because I would. I would really like to know and ask that young lady. So, do you go with him to his meetings like the other women? <laughs> women go. <laughs> There was like, like the sweethearts. <laughs> right. When they go out with their wives and stuff. Right. 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 Well, ladies, that is our show. Where are your children? <laughs> I'm like, it's 12. I'm like, it's 12, 12. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, World Suite, today, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to check out our California sparklers that we tried Sea Smoke and Decoy. Let us know what you think. And also reach out on Instagram, leave a comment, send an email. Let us know what you think of the show. Cheers.